trust nobody cause I can't be fake Frontin' ain't an option cause my soul can't change And I'm tired of being humble, bitch, I feel no way It's that young nigga shit, I'm like Episode 36, like I got the bag, 29 She got some ass, bring it in Bitch, I'm the new CNN Jesus Christ, Hallelujah. I buy that shit before I even know, know the price. price. What up? That's how I live my life. I don't look at no price tags. It's a lie. Take it straight <laughs> to the reg. That's it's, short for register. It's a lie. Um, welcome to Goodnight Harlem. This is Law. And, this is Avia. And you guys know what it is. It's episode 36. It's been a long time. I missed y'all. I, I missed y'all. No, I'll I speak missed for y'all. myself. No, I missed. Okay, so then we all, we missed. <laughs> we <laughs> Miss y'all. Yes, as a collective. Um, we've had, we, as, as always, whenever we've been away for a while, there's so many topics that we could potentially talk about. But we boiled this down to a, a, a slender amount. But before we get into that, Avia has said that she would like to share a story today. I am so happy. I know. I'm going to take a magic carpet <laughs> ride with Avia today. Everyone sit on the magic carpet. I know Law usually has the stories to start it off. But I went on a date. And I figured, you know, this would be an interesting. Well, it was interesting to me story to bring up. Because I was very irked, to say the least, by the end of this date. Um, guys from Tinder. We matched. And, you know, after that, he... I noticed that he was far away. What His mileage. So on Tinder, you can see how far someone is. Oh. He was like a, a couple hundred miles away. I'm like, okay, I don't know if he lives here, there, he's visiting. I don't know what the deal is. So eventually, um, we exchanged uh, information, uh, phone numbers and everything like that. And he was texting me. And he told me that he lived upstate, but he was going to be in town for the weekend. And he wanted us to go out. And so I was like, you know, I may be a little bit busy this weekend. You know, I have a lot going on. And he seemed very persistent about it. And I was like, all right, look, if we go out, it's going to have to be later on in the night. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So he was cool with that. And before that night came, he asked if I had social media. I'm like, yes, I have several social medias. (laughs) And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm on IG. Follow me. And so I told him, I was like, you know what? I don't like following people I haven't met yet because then I judge them. I prejudge them, and I don't want to do that with you. Fair. That's so a, far, this is fair. I mean, that's a lie. I usually like looking people up ahead of time. But I didn't want to make it seem like I, I was going to follow him because I didn't want, want to follow him. So I made up that lie. So he was like, oh, what's your, what's your IG? And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. So I gave him my IG. And he's like, oh, just check mine out. And I'm just like, I don't care. But I checked it out. Uh, I didn't follow him, though. I just checked it out. So I went to his IG. I'm scrolling down. I'm like, yeah, okay, all his pictures, he looks like that's him. Like, I don't feel like he's catfishing, none of that. (laughs) But one thing I did notice was that there were some pictures where he seemed to be the shortest person in the picture. Oh, oh, here we go. (laughs) Oh, I did not know this was hitting the left. Oh, boy. (laughs) There were so 
some pictures where, you know, he was amongst his guy friends or his colleagues and he was on the shorter end of the spectrum. And then I, and then I was thinking, well, maybe he's actually tall, but all his friends are tall, too. Oh, my God. They're just taller than him. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. This so is then, unreal already. Then I noticed there were some pictures where he was in the picture with some women and they were almost like the same height. And I'm like, yo, please don't let this dude be short. <laughs> Avia, please explain to the people how short short is for you. Okay, short for me is when I'm wearing heels, you're shorter than me. And I'm 5'5". So if I'm wearing heels, I'm probably going to be 5'8"-ish, 5'9"-ish. So if you're under, if if you're you're eye to eye with me at that point, then that is short to me. Okay? Um, I don't think he was that. I thought he was maybe, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I was just like, okay, I don't know. We'll see. No, you know what you thought. You're a heightist, so I'm a heightist, but I didn't know what his height was yet. So I was like, okay, let me just. Did you not just ask if it was not in his profile? I'm really concerned because I know how you are about this. So there's no way you didn't just pull the. In my Tinder profile, it says height enthusiast, but that (laughs) I just want y'all to hear that. That never stops a short man from swiping right. I'm gonna tell you that that right now. They don't care. They're like, oh, I'm gonna shoot my shot, and that's how they shoot it. So. Fast forward to Saturday, he's trying to like lay out the details for like us meeting up. And he was like, we're gonna meet up, well, we should meet up in the Lower East Side. And I'd already told him the night before, I didn't want to meet up in Lower East Side because I was gonna be in Lower East Side earlier on that day. Okay. And I didn't feel like making that trek again from Harlem. Like I just Got felt it. like it was just out of the way. And so then the place that he suggests is in the Lower East Side. And so I sent him like the face palm emoji and I was like, it's almost like we didn't even have this conversation yesterday. <laughs> so then he immediately calls me. I'm like, oh Lord, I have to answer because I just sent him a text. So I answered the phone. Well, First yeah. conversation on the phone. And he's like, you know, we talk and then he's like, no, let's just, you know, let's just meet up, da, da, da. There's a lot of nice spots down there. We'll have a good time, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fine, you know what? Let me just do this. It'll be whatever. So, I get to the spot before him. We go to Mr. Purple. You've been there before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Purple is like this rooftop lounge. Dope, dope roof. Dope. Has like this pool, small little, barely a lap pool, but it's pool. They have dope views of like the... Oh, yeah. They have they even have drink specials, but you probably don't go there for that purpose. Oh, it would have to be like a happy hour type of thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know that because their drinks are a good $18 each. And that could be for the simplest thing. Um, I'm a nerd that I know that and I don't drink. Anyway, continue. (laughs) But um, they have really, really good views of like the Empire State Building and all these other buildings. And so it's a nice spot. So I wasn't upset when I got there. I was like, okay, I haven't been here in a while, whatever. So I get there before him. And if you go to Mr. Purple, there's always a line. It's like they keep it that way on purpose. Super annoying. And so I, by the time he arrives, I'm at the front of the line. So I tell him through text, I'm like, hey, just meet me at the front. He comes up and he's like, hey, what's up? And I immediately notice his height or lack of. Oh, boy. He was definitely shorter than me. But I was wearing heels. So which means he had to be like 5'7 and under. I don't know at that point. At that point, you're just, it's all the same. Um... Not to mention where we were standing, I was standing on the more elevated part and he was standing on the least elevated part. So it just, it emphasized the differences even more. So I was a, like slightly annoyed, you know, I was like, okay, my I suspicions know. were right. So, 
in your mind at the point that you see him in person, do you automatically just go, I need to get out of here? <laughs> yep. In my mind, I'm oh like God. that, but I don't do it because I don't renege. I'm not a renegger. Um, I'll throw the whole. We'll get it. That's get the word, here. right? No. Um, so, <laughs> so I was there. I was. I, I committed. I came all the way down to LES. I'm not going to just leave now. Like I'm going to, you know, chop it up before I leave. <laughs> and so... Um, we get upstairs and, you know, immediately he's like, oh, what do you want to drink? Blah, blah, And, you know, we get our drinks and, you know, mind you, it's a windy night outside. It's breezy. It's, it's you know, unusually cold because it's been all over the place with the weather lately. And the only place to sit was outside, like on one of those lounge chairs. And there's people outside, but there are people of a lighter skin tone that can handle that weather. Um, so... Anglo-Saxon. We right, right. We go outside. I have a heavier jacket than he does. And I'm like, are you sure you're gonna be good out here? Cause I'm warm, but like I don't know how warm you're gonna be. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And mind you, when we were going outside, he he has his arm out for me to like link arms with him, and I'm like, bro, like, you gotta know because you're short. It's just like I don't even know you like that yet to be linking arms. Like I don't even. <laughs> But if, if you if he was tall and you found him he attractive, was, you would have been okay. He was trying that. to act like he was leading me through the crowd that wasn't there. Like it was just, I was like, all right, this is extra. <laughs> so <laughs> you're right. If he was taller, maybe I let him lead me through the non-crowd. But nah. And so, anyways, we sit down on the lounge chairs. You know, we're enjoying the the view and everything like that. And he notices that the pool's heated. Because there's, like, steam coming up from the pools, literally like a long-ass jacuzzi. And so he goes over to the pool, he dips his finger, and he's like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. He was like, yo, I wonder how much it costs to stay here for a night. I'm like, I don't know. It's probably really, really pricey. He goes to the website. It's, like, $169 a night, which is not that bad for that type of hotel. And um, he's like, yo, I should stay here tonight. I should stay here. And I'm like, yeah, you should. He's like, so if I jump in the pool, would you jump in with me? Come on now. Okay. Now, uh, I, said, I was with you with your story. Get he's Okay. How did he present that? Just like it, that. No, this sounds like some insecure, like the insecure show. Like when the guy's like, come on, let's go do this. And Issa's like, okay. Right. He was on that Carpe DM tip. And normally I'm on that if it makes sense. So I'm like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> He's like, you mean to tell me you wouldn't just jump in? Like, like if I just, you know, if I just like got a, a room for the night and we had access to the pool, like you wouldn't just jump in? Like it's super warm. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, you can do that, but I want to get my hair wet. Like I just got my hair straightened, everything. I'm like, it doesn't make sense anyways. I don't have a swimsuit. This is just stupid. So anyways, he goes on and on about this hotel thing. I'm like, all right, bro. Then we get into a conversation about him and he talks about his job and he is like a head coach for a sport at a very popular college in New York. I won't name all that info okay. so y'all can look him up, but um, he's a head coach and he starts talking about that and how he's like one of the youngest and he's one of the only black coaches that do what he does. Blase, blase, blah. He's an ex-Olympian. X, Y, Z. I'm like, great. What oh, I, I just want to say, on paper, though, this sounds amazing. On paper, you sound spectacular. But in real life. But in real life, I'm you're here. four foot nine. So wow. that's a short paper. <laughs> she just act like she did an after school essay. So it's a short stack. He's a short. <laughs> it's a paragraph. <laughs> she 
like cocky about himself and what he did. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. Shouldn't he be? I think you should be proud of your accomplishments, but you don't have to have an air of cockiness. Just be confident in yourself. But I feel like his confidence took over. Like it was, he, it was too much. I think it was trying to overcompensate for the lack of height. Did he ask Damn. me about myself? Did he ask me, did I participate in that sport? No, never did, which I did. And that could have been a whole nother conversation. Eventually we went inside, right? We go inside and he sees this white girl and she's with this white guy. They look like a nice looking couple. She has this nice looking like spandex snakeskin print fashion nova looking dress and it was like very for no i'm saying fashion nova i love fashion nova but it looked great on her but you just talked about the quality because fashion nova's quality i love fashion nova so i don't even care but it looked like it was like a nice trendy dress but it fit great on her she had a nice body and he was like fixated on this girl and the first thing he says was like wow she is a nice like she is like ass and everything for a white girl but blah and he goes on and on about her I'm like, bruh, okay, cool. And so then he's like, yo, she can't be with that guy. Like, if she's with that guy, it's just for money. Because look at that oh, guy. Oh. Look at that guy. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with him, though, which there wasn't. He looked like one of those ex-Disney people that had nice hair and, like, was grew up. Like, I don't know. Like, he, he looked nice. Like, he came from a boy band or something. And so... um. He's so fixated on this couple. He keeps going on and on and on. Like, she can't be with him. Like, it has to be for money. Like, she can't, like, really be into him. I'm like, why don't you ask them? Because you keep talking about them. Why don't you just ask them? So then he nudges her. And he's like, hey. He's like, "That's that's your man? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my boyfriend. He's like, oh, oh, cool. Are you guys just out celebrating something? And she's like, oh, yeah. He got a promotion at his job. So we're out here with his friends. His okay. work friends and everything like that, like his work friends were black. And so um, they were the only white people in their crew. And so he's like, oh, okay, cool. What does your boyfriend do? And she was like, oh, this is going to sound super bad, but I don't really know what he does. I know that he works in security, but I don't know his exact position and his exact title. Um, he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Like, he was just playing the whole conversation cool and chopping it up or whatever. He's like, oh, wow, cool, you know, enjoy your night, you know. And then she turned back around. Mind you, she was sitting at the table right across from us. Right. As soon as she turns around, not even one second passes before he's like, see what I tell you. She's with that guy for his money. She don't know shit about what he does. And she's, he's loud at this point. She doesn't know shit about what he does. But she's out with him for a promotion for a job, and she doesn't even know what he does. She's went for his money. And he's like talking as loud as I'm talking right now. I'm like, yo, can you keep it down? He's like, she can't hear me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. So he goes on and on. I told you, what I tell you, what I tell you. Didn't I tell you? It's like, all right, bro, you're right. Maybe she should have known what her boyfriend's job was. You're right. She's probably with him for his money. But you can't do that based off of his looks because they actually look like they go together. But he wasn't hearing it. He wants to pound it into my head how right right he was. So there was this running running joke that we had where he would go to the bathroom and he would leave his drink and he'd be like, don't put a roof in my drink. I know. Horrible joke. Horrible joke. I, I know. What is he, five? He's like five feet. 
And oh, so, <laughs> I just want to go on record and say I did not say that. That is yeah, an I obvious said it, special. But he was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is not fake news. Um, so, so he said that a couple times when he left, like, don't put nothing in my drink. I'm like, I'm not. Like, whatever. So I finally had to go to the bathroom. So I used his line against him. I'm like, don't put nothing in my drink. I'm Horrible dead. joke. I am dead. And then he says to me immediately, do I look like I need to put a roofie in a girl's drink? And that wasn't a joke. He got serious when he said that. What is your response to this? In my head, I'm like, yes. You do. (laughs) You're 4'11". And as the night goes on, you keep getting shorter and shorter. No, but okay. What do you actually say? I kind of smirk and I turn around and I'm like, what the fuck? Because I'm like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, yes, you do look like you need some help in that department. Like, I don't know. I was just like, you're too cocky. So... I go to the bathroom. I come back. At this moment, my assumption is that she's going to bring him back down to life. That is where my assumption is. In the the early part of our date, I had mentioned Tinder and why he's on it. And he got very, very short with me. He didn't want to give me any details. And he was like, yeah, I've been on some good dates, some bad dates. And if it's bad, you know, I just end it. I'm like, oh, okay. That's good to know. That could be some sort of foreshadowing. I love the fact story. that he's setting parameters. Right. He sets these parameters like he's like, I don't know, LeBron James or somebody who could probably do this sort of thing on a daily basis with women. But um, anyways, I come back from the bathroom and there's this guy at the table that he's talking to. And he's like, oh, this is my homeboy. Da, da, da. He he lives in the area. He just came out to see me da, 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 while I'm in the city. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Shake his homeboy's hand. Homeboy's handshake is weak. It's like okay. wet blanket <laughs> week. And so I'm like, bro, you need to work on your handshake. I immediately say that to him. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. It just wasn't a strong handshake. And I feel like that just sends a certain message. And he was like, oh, my bad, my bad. Like You, you do realize that's emasculating, right? He didn't take it that way, though. Okay. And the fact that he didn't even take it that way tells me the type of person he is. It tells me he doesn't care, which means he doesn't know enough to care. And he immediately said, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I don't really, like, shake hands. Like, I don't have, like, the type of job where I have to shake hands a lot. So it's not, like, a thing that I do. I was like, what? And I was like, this has nothing to do with your job. It's about sending an impression of yourself when you meet somebody, just in general. Like, it, a weak handshake signifies weakness. And it signifies lack of power. And that's what I got from you. I was like, never mind, never mind. So his boy left. He was, you know, you know, walking, roaming the room, and I was like, "Oh, that's cute. You had to invite your boy for backup. Oh, I don't, that's cute." Because <laughs> I was irked by him. You at do this realize point. women do that all the time, right? I've never dated a woman, so I don't know. I, I hate when that's not. <laughs> you know exactly. Ooh, and you I've just never. Did that and I've deflect. actually, I've actually never done you, as a woman. I should not say that. I should say technique. as a woman, I've never invited my friend on the date with me. Never. I'm going to check the facts and stats check on this, all, guys. Check all the Wait until the next episode. I have I never invited that. a friend on the date with me. I'll leave the date before I invite somebody. If I, I'm if just it, gonna, I'm gonna ask around. You, you can most certainly. I'll ask for uh, you. you I'll, ask, I'll ask J, K, and the Chi. That's what I'll do. Please do. I mean, Chi is in D.C., but um. <laughs> hey, right. just a quick hey message. Inbox. Check my sources. That's yeah. fine. I have no reason to lie. It's not me trying to be shady. I just have a hard time believing you've never done that in your entire dating life. What's the life. reason? 
Because some people are uncomfortable meeting certain new people. I don't have that problem. Uh, Most of the dates I go on are from Tinder. So it's like, it's a blind date every time. So if I have an issue with that, I don't need to be on Tinder. If I need someone to babysit me when I'm on my date, I can't handle it on my own, then I shouldn't be on Tinder. And neither should anyone else if they do that. That's weird. Like, I don't need a third wheel on this thing. Just saying. So he, I was already irked, so I'm making fun of him. I'm oh, you had to invite your friend because, you know, you need backup, you know. He took it all in stride. He's like, no, you know, I haven't seen him in a minute, so whenever I'm in the city, blah, blah. So he starts fixating. His friend comes back, and he fixates on the couple again, and he's like, yo, I tried to tell her about the girl not being with the guy and only being with him for his money, and I was right. I was right. We asked the girl. Like, he made it like a whole thing because his friend was there. And I was like, bro, we already acknowledged that you were right. Like, why are we still talking about this? And his friend didn't seem too interested. But he kept going on and on. His friend leaves again. At some point, the guy puts his hand on my shoulder. And he was like, because he's like patting my shoulder. He's like, man, you're tense. And I was like, well, "Come on now, this is like a scripted like." I felt like I was in a horror movie, and so <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> choose your own adventure movie. And every adventure chosen was inc- it was just not right. It was like I should have yeah, chosen. You should have other- stopped the conversation. Be like, uh, "Witch Savannah, <laughs> <laughs> you're a bird. You condone that. You're, you're a bird." So he puts his hand on my shoulder. Then he starts massaging my shoulder. He's like, "You're tense." Mind you, I go with the chiropractor every other week. I know I'm tense. So that wasn't even a lie. <laughs> that couldn't even have been a line because that was real. And that side of my, my shoulder, I'm always tense on. So he was correct about that as well. But he kept massaging me. And I was like, it's okay. Like, thank you for the massage. I appreciate that. Because he was like going all in. I was like, but you don't have to massage me. But I appreciate the gesture. Like, thank you. You know, I didn't want to seem unappreciative. And he's like, yeah, but you're tense, though. I was like, yeah, but I have a chiropractor. He actually told me the same thing, and he works me out, like, every other week. So I'm, I'm good on that front. Like, I do acupuncture. I do everything. He, he works me out every other week. Right. Yep. Those are the two men in my life. They, they know all the spots. He gets all in Him them shoulder guts. He, he gets all in them shoulder guts. Besides my dad, those are the two most important men in my life. You are absolutely correct. And so... Um, so I'm just chopped liver. I mean... You're 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 up there too. Chop liver. I mean, I couldn't do this podcast without you. For you, real, for you real. could. It wouldn't be the same, and it'd be mad boring. It'll be Harlem. That's it would what just it would be. Good night, Avia. Yeah. Like good night. Get off the mic. It'd be good day, Avia. <laughs> it'd be good day. So I tell him again, I'm fine. You don't have to massage me because he keeps going. And he's like, well, clearly whatever your chiropractor is doing is, is not working because you're still tense, blah, 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 blah. Like, he doesn't understand the notion of actually carrying stress in your body throughout the week with things that come up. And so... There's a lot of faults. <laughs> and so then, I'm like, no, I'm fine. I really appreciate it, but I'm fine. So then he says something. And he's like, oh, but you'll let that white man massage you and you won't have a problem with it. Yeah, I was okay. like, <laughs> okay, okay. Let me let me regroup. Okay, I, I I at that point want to understand how you're still on the date. How? 
Like I asked myself the same question. No, you didn't, because you would have you would have bailed. You would have you would have went. You know what? I've had enough. I'm good. Well, listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. I mean, I came all the way to Lower East Side. I got ready. So for me, it's like I don't like leaving something immediately. And at that point, I was irked by him, and he time was running short for him. Like he was on down to his last wire with anything that he said or did. So that thing irked the hell out of me. And I was like, what did you say? He's like, oh, nothing, nothing. Because he knew what he said was faulty. He knew it. But the thing about me is when I ask what you said, usually I heard it and I want to make sure that's what you said. So I repeat what he said back to him. I'm like, so you're saying I'm okay with white men touching me and not you? Are you saying I have a race complex? I have a race issue? And he was like, no, no, it's whatever, it's whatever. I wasn't even trying to say that. I'm like, but you did say that. I was like, my chiropractor's Indian. First of all, my acupuncturist is Chinese. Second of all, so what were you saying about you as a black man touching me? I'm sorry, I don't even know you like that. My acupuncturist knows me better than you do. And I'm paying him for that. Well, I'm not, my insurance is. So what did we... He took, he took it personally that I didn't want him touching me. I'm like, you should be lucky your arms even reach up to my shoulders. Don't T-Rex this man. Listen, I'm just saying. So anyways, so I was irked by that, right? And there was like this, this silence that happened. It was an awkward silence. And I'm like, so how about this weather? And I was trying to make a joke and then he laughed. And then um, he had gotten another drink from me or whatever. And we were talking about other stuff. But then... He stays fixated on this girl again, this white girl. And and he starts talking about her and he was just like, yeah, but she does have a nice body though. He's like, but you do too. Like trying to like justify it. Like it's okay that I say this about her because I'm saying nice things about you. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I was like, you love talking about this girl and her boyfriend. I don't know why you're just so into them. Do you want to go on a date with them? Like what's going on? And so then this I'm guy, just letting a lot slide in this that I did not expect. So this is a shocking story. So, well, this is about to end in a minute. So this guy comes up and he kind of like gets in, not in my face, but he gets close to me like he's saying something to me. I don't know what the heck he said, but he says it and then he keeps moving. The guy that I'm with is right there when it happens. And he was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, do you know that guy? I was like, nope, never seen that guy in my life. He's like, yo, that was fucking disrespectful. And he starts getting upset, like irate. Like to the point where it's it's like a, a, a man being a overprotective child. over his woman. And a he child. turns around looking to see where the guy went. He can't find him because it's crowded. He's like, yo, that was wild disrespectful. So at the point that he's coming off as if he is the New Yorker that all of us hate, and there's no, no, no shade, he's New not York. Because he doesn't even sound like that, but at that point, it came out. Wild, disrespectful son. Mind you, he lives in the suburbs with a whole bunch of non black people. He's one of the few. And so I, I don't know. I don't know. But after he said that, I was like, that can't be any more disrespectful than you talking about this girl behind her back for 45 minutes. I was like, is that more or less disrespectful Wait, than that? did you say that? Yes, I said that to him. Because that's where I was like, you know what? 
I need to get my peace off right now. I need to just lay it out. And he's like, what do you mean I wasn't being disrespectful? I'm like, you were talking about this girl and how she's not with her man for love. She's with them for money for 45 minutes straight. You were talking about them like they were the most important people in the room. Not only were you talking about them, you had to bring them up to your friend. You had to talk about how right you were. You had to talk to her, then talk about her behind her back and acting like she didn't hear you just because she didn't confront you about it. Not only that, tell me how loud disrespectful it is to comment on another woman's appearance in a sexual way in front of a girl you're on a first date with. Is that now wild disrespectful? I was like, I could honestly care less if you like her or not. I really could care less because I don't care what you feel at this point. And this is what I said to him. He's like, you don't care what I feel? I was like, no, I don't. I, I was like, and then on top of that, how disrespectful is it to be offended by the fact that I don't want your hand on my shoulder caressing me. Male privilege. Because you think I would rather have a white man do it. How disrespectful Male is that? I was like, I don't know. Who you run with in Ithaca? <laughs> but I don't have racial issues like you. Listen, Ithaca. I don't have I don't have I don't have a bias towards a certain race or anything like that. I went to an HBCU. You think I have a problem with black men? I think you have a problem. I was like, I remember you saying something about like if a date's not working out for you, then you just end it. I was like, is this day over? Can I end this right now? I was like, is this over? Are we done here? Because I'm done. And he's looking at me like, uh, uh, yeah. I was like, you you and your little homeboy with the weak handshake and hang out by yourselves and look at this girl and how she's with this man for money. Do whatever you want to, but I'm about to dip. Thank you for the nice time. I'm about to leave. No hard feelings. Good riddance. All that. And I dipped. And I was heated. I was so heated. You know why I was mad? I was mad because I never... Wanted to go on the date in the first place. What? Once I realized he was short, and once I realized the date was in Lower uh, East Side, there was all these things where I forced myself to go on this date, and I was, I was, I was doing it for this person because I was like, you know what? Let me give him a chance, and I don't renege. And that was one time I should have reneged, and that's what I was mad about. The time I should have reneged, I did not, and I've learned my lesson. But um. I just want to I just want to get that off my chest because this happened like a week and a half ago. So I, I have just, to so because of this story so much happened I have to take back like, <laughs> a lot of my thoughts on Avia. I have to reevaluate a lot of this stuff because I was under the assumption that if the guy was shorter, automatically she would just cut him off. That's what I should have did. If he but, proved but, to but, me but, that's what but, I should have done. But, he, he made it bad for the rest of the short guys that I may meet in the future. I'm going to be like, look, I know your type. I met your type. I can't do this right now. I'm just not in the space for dating, y'all. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, I would, I would never leave a date this off back. This is the same person unless... that went on a dating hiatus. Yeah, this is the reason why I go on these hiatuses. I just okay. had to put that out there. Thanks for listening to my story, y'all. I just... So, can I just say this like I was saying? Yeah. Avia kind of blows me away because I never know when her evolution is taking place and I never know when it's going to come through. 
And what evolution did I have? This is an evolution for her to actually go out with the short guy on a date is an evolution in itself. I've done or, that before. Nah, they just spent, don't last. Look how much time you spent on that date, even though you it was were. like an hour and some change. It felt like twenty four hours though. I'll never get that hour back. Man, well, that guy's never gonna live up to your height expectations. No, he will not. He has his confidence to stand on, though. That's all he got. So, one, one, one question about all of this: Which is worse, the fact that he was short, or the fact that he brought his friend? He didn't bring his friend. I think he told his friend where he's where he was, and his friend just met him up because, like I said, he doesn't. Nah, live you got to tell your friend to go. He doesn't live in the city, so he, you know, probably tried to kill two birds with one stone. Say, hey, I'm here. Meet me up here. And his friend wasn't even around the whole day. He was just around those two times. The 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 worst part is not just the height, but the cockiness that came with it. Like he was taller. Like you you have the confidence of a six foot six dude who was fine as hell and looks like Jadena, who's a classic man. But you're not. You're an Oompa Loompa. And I'm not saying you need to not have confidence as a man no matter your height. But you are overly confident for your stature. And that's what I had an issue with. I don't like cocky people, period. I don't care how tall you are. But if you're shorter than me and acting like you're taller than me, that's when I have an issue. Wow. Um... (laughs) Okay, so she got passionate again about the shortness. Sorry, uh, it came out again. I know. I got. I thought the evolution had taken place. I'm just saying he started off. He started off with a deficit, back. and I don't say that to be funny, but he did. He started off at, at a deficit. I went to a part of town I did not want to go to for the day. I forced myself to. You ended up being the exact height or shorter than I thought you were. Then on top of that, you were cocky. Then on top of that, you were gawking at some girl for five hours. Then on top of that. You thought I had an issue with you touching me because you were black. Then on top of that, you had an issue with a guy getting in my face because of whatever reason. Like you were my man. Like, bruh, get off your get off your pedestal. Who are you? You you ex Olympian. Who cares? Well, so I'm not defending him. I'm uh-huh. going to say this though. I think when you're trying to prove your masculinity to mm-hmm. someone, and specifically in the case where the guy might be shorter. And there could be some form of thoughts in his mind that you don't feel he doesn't feel that he Maybe would be laughing. adequately able to service you in some capacity. And so to prove that, which in this case, it would be security. He's like, I'm going to show you that I'm secure in my shit and I can provide you with security. And it didn't work. In any way that he feels like he cannot adequately serve me because of his height, and maybe that's just his own complex, and I don't know if that's the case or we're just speculating, he overserved me with cockiness. And that I will never need. I don't care what you look like. I don't care. I can't get along with people like that. You think you are such the shit that you don't even smell like shit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) when you shit. Like what? Listen, Linda. <laughs> Linda, listen, you're short. <laughs> wow. Anyways. This is okay. I didn't know that you were gonna have evolution. I didn't know that you actually went out with somebody that was shorter than you. I've done that before. I have. I need y'all to listen to every old episode because there's no way she did this before. 
I don't even talk about all the dates I go on. So there's no way to track through the episodes what I've done in my dating career. But just because I haven't said it doesn't mean it didn't happen. I can tell you I've done it. It's okay. Look, that was a long ass story for a short ass man. Let's get to these hyper good nights. Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now it's time for the hype for good night. Okay. We will. This is the segment where we where we talk about today's trending topics. And if we agree with it, then we hype it. If we don't agree with it or we think it's a little bit too short, we, we good night it. All right. Mwah. Over for- to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try not to get my short man complex on. So, uh. Okay, so let's start with this. Megyn Kelly, and if y'all ain't down or haven't heard about what happened with Megyn Kelly and NBC, let me fill you in on really really quickly. Uh, The executives at NBC have called and has called for her desk. They are taking away her privileged job that I feel like the majority of anchors would love to have because not only is she one of the highest paid people on TV as an anchor, but uh, Megyn Kelly was supposed to be the NBC savior. That's how they viewed her when she came over from Fox News. Unfortunately, she will know. Well, I said unfortunately. Let me not be. Let me. Okay. Let me. Let me clear this up. Not fortunately or unfortunately. <laughs> right. Unfortunately for her, her show is being canceled. Due to her comments being a little bit insensitive around blackface. She was making a statement on the show around one of the characters on one of the Real Housewives shows. Basically walking around in a costume as Diana Ross. It It made Megyn Kelly in some way, shape, or form think out loud... Word vomiting, just saying, well, when I was younger, you can do that. And who doesn't want to be Diana Ross? I just don't really see what the issue in blackface is. NBC got a lot of backlash and a lot of people telling her, telling them to get her out of here. And so with that being said, naturally, they got her the fuck up out of here. They fired her for her comments. And now they're in the process of some legal lawsuits, legality, blah, blah, blah. So, Avia, I would love to start with you on this. Hyper good night to NBC letting go of Megyn Kelly due to her blackface comments. I'm definitely going to hype it. I would never good night something like that. Megyn Kelly has had a history of saying things that were borderline racist. Such as? Give me one example. Um, there was a segment where she was on some show, I can't remember, but she was one of the commentators amongst like two other people. And they were talking about this whole thing about Santa Claus being black. Is Santa Claus really, I mean, is Santa Claus really white? Sorry. And when it came time for her to discuss it, she's like, look, I think that we're questioning if Santa Claus is white because, you know, people just need a reason. They don't feel comfortable with the fact that he's white. He's white. Okay. And I think the only reason we're having this discussion is she she said something to the gist of, 
we're having this discussion because people don't want to believe that he's white because they're not. But he is white, and that's the way it is. <laughs> I know, that's so trivial, right? Because we're talking about a fictional character. But it's like, if this is how you feel about a fictional character, like, who knows how you feel about actual real people? Like, you're just super insensitive to other people. On the same segment where they were talking about Halloween costumes, they were talking about basically inappropriate Halloween costumes. One of the inappropriate Halloween costumes was dressing up as Anne Frank. And they all said... Who? I, didn't, I didn't know anything about that. Right, part. right. So uh, I watched the whole segment. Wow. And so they're like, well, yeah, that's clearly... And even Megan Kelly was like, I don't even know who would dress up as Anne Frank. Like, who would really dress their kids up as Anne Frank? That seems weird. So the fact Okay, where, I didn't know this The fact either. where you can be sensitive to someone who didn't survive the Holocaust, but you cannot be sensitive to... Someone who has ancestors who didn't survive slavery, at that point, I have to goodnight you. And at that point, I really hope we don't get that $62 million whatever payout that you would get from your contract for being ignorant. At the point where you have Lauren Bush, George Bush's daughter, agreeing with you that blackface is not known to be a good thing. George Bush's daughter even knows it's not a good thing. Because on those shows, she was like, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. And Megan Kelly comes in with her dumb ass talking about, well, when I was growing up, what? And then on top of that, she apologizes to Land from Housewives for, for using her as an example and apologizes for mentioning her name in, in, in her explanation does she apologize to any of her black anchors that work with her on other shows or work on other shows? She apologizes when Roland Martin puts her in her place and she apologizes when it's her last show. But the only reason she's apologizing is because she's getting fired. <laughs> and that's all she could do to save her ass. Unfortunately, nobody else wants her. So good night. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm a little heated. I think she just has a leftover residual kind <laughs> I think of so. I think shit so. I'm left sorry. over from the short guy, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Um, my thoughts. I am. Um, I, you just good nighted this, which is really weird. I, I assumed you would hype the fact that she was getting let go, but oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was good nighting her this whole this whole time. I was so mad. I was doing the wrong thing. I was hyping. <laughs> she got oh my god! Okay. I was good nighting her. Sorry. Okay. It, let's let's, the, let's the reason what that. this is this is twelve fifteen in the morning. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. It's really tomorrow. Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> this is good. Yesterday's mind would have been like hi today. I'm like good night everything. This is good day Harlem. <laughs> That's why you're looking at me weird. I'm like, why would you not? Sorry, y'all. I'm hyping the fact that she got fired. I'm good nighting her. Let's make that clear. All right. So my thoughts are, I am, I'm good nighting the fact that she got fired altogether. Oh, you're good nighting it. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Absolutely, and it's not because I am in alignment with her comments around blackface. Is because NBC, you signed up for this. 
This has been Megyn Kelly. This is not new. This isn't like she's reached new levels of low. This is the same low she's always been. So at the point that you guys signed the polarizing ice queen, that's who she gave you. She gave you the polarizing ice queen. I don't know why you guys acted as if this was a shock. No, it wasn't a shock. And you actually were just trying to find and waiting for a reason to let her go because her ratings were trash. And even when she put on the morning show, nobody gave a fuck about her opinion. You guys thought that her audience would carry over from Fox News to NBC, and it did not. And you know the reason why it did not? Because those people that watch Fox News enjoyed her for being the blonde, attractive white woman who could articulate herself in a way that they themselves cannot. Which is pretty sad. When you come to the Today Show or any show where it's a morning show, People don't have that same kind of energy. So I cannot believe that you guys actually let her go. You had one job in this. One job. Let her keep her job because you guys knew this would happen. Mm. And the last part about this is the whole blackface argument. I think that's something that I hope people can move past. And literally not do that. As, like I don't, I'm not saying there has to be like these set rules at <coughs> Halloween, but it's pretty easy to just say, "Hey, people, let's not do that." There's a history behind this, and we shouldn't have to keep revisiting this. And it it kind of it kind of it kind of shattered me to know at the end of the day, people who use blackface. Don't have somebody around them to go, nah, this ain't it. In fact, nobody's educated them in their entire life around the fact that this ain't it. Well, it's usually those that I, don't have that person to tell them this ain't it that are doing it. It doesn't, but but <laughs> my point in saying that is it doesn't need to be another black person to tell them that white people can educate other white people. There is a gap to be felt like filled there and I don't know how or why it's not being educated or why they don't care but some people grew up in a place where slavery was taken out of their history book well that's true I, uh, that's a good so okay. if it's not part me, of your I, I education wanna, okay I want to give Avi a okay although Avi is a little testy today she is I'm making very valid points so I can't really so if, if it's not in their daily education once they get to college and once they graduate from college and then say they, they dress up as uh, I don't know I, I don't know I'm gonna say LeBron James because that's all I could think of right now and they paint their face with some cover girl dark mocha brown foundation and put his jersey on at that point, it's too late for them. There's been no education to tell them you can't do this. Nothing in, inserted in their lives to tell them you can't do this. My only point in even bringing that up is to say there is a bunch of people in my childhood that I've grown up watching things that they've done that have done blackface. And it makes me uncomfortable that I, I have supported them even now. What you you're saying? You know, Caucasian like, friends that have no, done not blackface. Caucasian friends. I'm talking about actors and actresses that I've purchased their content. Like what? Oh, like um, Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. That's a perfect example. I wouldn't even have went there because that's too easy. Oh, I'd have went to Judy Garland. You know who that is? Yeah, from uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Uh, almost a year and a half to two years before she did the Wizard of Oz, she had a full blackface scene. Oh, I didn't even know that. 
Nobody cares. Shit. Horrible. Wow, I didn't even know that. I want to see that now. No, you don't. Listen, it is awful. I was the, video, the video is all I'm over sure YouTube. It's, it's just horrible. blackface. But it's I want to see it just to see, like, wow, I, I, this is something I, I wasn't aware of. I was Amy Winehouse a couple years ago. You didn't see me putting a neutral number five on my face. Peach. I know people are going to say jokes to me because I'm light-skinned. Like, oh, you could pass for white. But my thing is, <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for it. But... Like, I'm not going to sit here and make my face lighter so I can appear more like Amy Winehouse for Halloween. No, I just dressed up like her and people got the point. Like, that's just what it is. Like, how? All right. That's it. That's it on that subject. Yes. Next subject. This shit has been brewing for like the last month to two months and it keeps building and building and building. I thought the story was over. I thought it died. I thought it like froze over. I thought winter was here as if it was Game of Thrones and we didn't need to see this shit anymore. Nope, I was wrong. This shit keeps resurfacing like the fucking Undertaker who just got pinned. One, two, three, boom, motherfucker comes right back alive. Nikki versus Cardi. This Queen Radio shit has gotten Nicki Minaj into the next stratosphere level in terms of how many advertisers seek her, how many brands seek her, how many people are aware of what she's doing. I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but that was quite possibly one of the best business moves she could have ever done. And I didn't know her exposing and or giving more access to herself would do that. But apparently her going on the radio talking about her versus Cardi is just peak 2018 peak 2018 with all that being said it has resurfaced again the cardi versus nikki beef and a part of that is when nikki went on her queen radio show nikki had some comments about mrs b aka mrs (laughs) cardi mrs barty mrs barty uh she had some comments about barty as a whole and it it was fairly scathing. Fairly scathing. It was basically stating that Nikki was next to her friend Ra, who also was on the reality show Love and Hip Hop, nodded Cardi up. Now, I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm not saying I'm believing in any allegations. I'm, I don't know what happened. All I know I don't is. I think Nikki knows what happens either. All I know is Nikki said that her friend kept punching. Old girl in the face. <sighs> Cardi responds with a whole bunch of filth, foreign filth on her IG. <laughs> feel, 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 foreign, feel, you said feel? Filth. Feel, foreign, foreign. Feel, filth. Filth, Lauren. Oh, okay. That's nice. I like that. Alliteration. So, <sighs> Cardi's basically stating, you know, you are somebody that's tried to stop my bag multiple times. You are somebody that reaches out to executives to try to stop things from happening to me. And none of that's going to happen moving forward. And I'm not going to send no disc record. I'm not going to do shit. I'm going to bust your motherfucking ass. I'm going to beat your ass if I see you in person. That's what she said. Now, Avia, I want to ask you yet again. This is the last one I'm going to let you start off on because I want the next one. Hyper good night to the beef continuing. Man, I don't even want this one. <sighs> good night. Wow. And this time I'm really good nighting. Wait a second. 
I am shocked. Really? Yes. Okay, I know with the Megyn Kelly, I accidentally goodnighted her getting fired. I was hyping that. This is a real good night, and I mean that. I am so over it. Like, I'm completely over it. I listened to three-fourths of episode 10 of Queen Radio where Nikki... Guys, I would never, I would never, I, guys, I, uh, Rob beat her up so bad, and then she insinuates that because Rob beat her up so bad, they shouldn't even say anything about it, because if they do, somebody's gonna get sued, and they're gonna go after the person with money, and she insinuated Rob wasn't that person, basically insinuating Rob was broke, and Nikki was the one with money, so they didn't say anything about it until now. Then she claims she wants a hundred. She she wants the footage of the fight, and she's willing to put up a hundred k for the footage of the fight. Then she claims she has footage of the fight, and it's in her little archive somewhere, and she would never put it up because she's not that type of girl. That's how she says it too. I don't believe Nikki. I'm sorry. When it comes between the two of them. Nikki is a lot more um, literate. Bacardi is a lot more real. And I don't believe fake literate Nikki's behind. Onika Mirage. I don't believe you. And she's using her queen radio to tackle. We don't believe you. You need more people. And we don't mean raw. And we don't mean funk flex. Dropping bombs in the middle of your sentences. She's been using this platform to address things that have been happening to her. And she claims that she did not intentionally use this platform to do so. She thought that the show would be different. Like she thought she would be interviewing people and doing more of that nature. But as things have transpired, she feels the need to address things. The only reason she needs to address something with Cardi right now is because Nikki has been that troll under the bridge ever since Cardi has found a lick of success. She's been that troll saying things, um, doing uh, subliminals, having issues, attention, attention, half y'all bitches can't spell Prague. It's been female rappers against Nicki and vice versa ever since she's had an issue with Cardi. Her versus Remy, her versus Nikki. It's always Nikki versus everybody. So at the point where you are versus the world, guess who I don't believe? I don't believe you. I'll believe the world before I believe you. If everybody has an issue with you because you have an issue with them, I'm sorry. I can't stand by you. And in this case, I certainly don't stand by you because half the stuff you're saying is contradicting each other. So, good night. I'm done with it. And then at the end of the day, she wants to kumbaya and say, hey, let's just, let's just be happy and work on our, our things and I'm a rapper and blah, 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 blah. And she wants to end it after everything that's transpired. No, it's too late. Now you, you started something and you can't even really finish it. Nikki, you're all bark, no bite. You would never fight anyone in your life, partially because you probably have a lot of things that you would lose from doing so. And another part because you probably don't fight. You can fight in your songs, but in real life, I believe Cardi would F you up. And you would need Ra. And if Ra did that, I believe the lump would be a lot bigger. Because look at how big Ra is. So, good night to the whole thing. 
I, I'm done. And Cardi shouldn't have done those 18,000 Instagram stories about it because that was just excessive. But at the end of the day, I believe her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this, and it's because I have respect and I have, I have an interest in both of their work. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. I want to see this continue. I hope it doesn't become violent, but I want this level of petty to stay where it's at. <laughs> I have I do. respect for their craft, but I, I do. want this petty to ensue. I do. I want more of this petty. I want more artists to call people out on their bull. Who's calling who out? More. So, this is my, my, my biggest thing. Nikki has a platform in, in, in which she gets paid to actually use to go do this stuff. So she's always going to try to find the, the, the narrative, the angle to push out to the masses to get people to think about certain things differently. Um, but Cardi also can use her platform, which is just plain IG, which is what she's grown through the rankings and using to do the same. I said all that to say, the public has already seen the story play out. And it didn't look good when it was at Harper's Bazaar. It didn't. So I can only say this much. Both of them have a career that have careers that could last way beyond anything of their wildest imagination. I think Nikki's already established that and Cardi's on the path to do that. All they're doing is tearing each other down from the bottom so that one of them falls and the other one is going to collapse right under that because you've created a level of tension between the people who actually listen to you and therefore you're going to lose more market share not a smart move both of you guys need to get the fuck out of here with this dumb ass shit and act like grown-ups i'm not saying we all need to agree i don't need a fucking kumbaya moment I just need you to to get past this and be fucking adults. That's it. So, good night, motherfuckers. Oh, I thought you were hyping because you wanted the the pettiness. No. Wow, that's that's mature of you. But a part of me <laughs> is hyping it on the inside. Like, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final subject and hyper good nights. And I actually want you to try to I want you to try to describe this better than I do. Is the Britney Renner situation. I would love to hear how you would make this story come to life as far as a hyper good night is concerned. Okay. Um so Britney Renner, she is a woman who has a few million followers on Instagram. She is a self made woman, as she would like to claim. She is a fitness guru, as she also likes to claim. She has taken it upon herself in between the breaks of showing her daily butt shots on IG to write a book. The book is called Judge This Cover. And the, excuse me, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. The cover actually features Brittany naked, as she always is. Um, she's not always see okay uh, obvious create a narrative she's pulling a Nikki right now she's not always naked that's okay, not I'm true sorry. and she does exercise videos that's a big part of the reason why she got just as famous but continue you're yes. being you're being you the worst wanted me about to do this though. this is why you do hyper okay <laughs> so so 
yeah, she made her fame doing exercise videos and and that's how she got her followers. But once she got those followers, she decided she wanted to exercise her talents in other endeavors such as writing a book. And that's what she has done and she released this book recently. And this book is a tell-all of sorts that goes into her dating past experiences and things that have come about in entertaining different guys from different industries. Every chapter is about a different person, I believe, but she never names who the people are that she's talking about. So there's been all the speculation about who she's talking about, who she's tell-alling about. Uh, Colin Kaepernick has been a speculated person. Trey Songz, Drake have also been speculated people. Also, Lil Uzi Vert has been someone who has probably been confirmed at this point as being someone who has played her in the past. The Hyper Good Night is to Hyper Good Night to... See, she couldn't bring it all together. All right, I'm going to do it. Hyper Good Night to Brittany Renner and her tell-all book. And what are your thoughts on tell-all books in general? Is that is that a legit money-making move, or is it just a scheme and a quick come-up for someone who doesn't have talent to do other things? Look at you. She actually stuck the land in there. For one second, I thought she was going to fall over. I was like, oh. I never fall. I always land. <laughs> never lose. Except for when I fall. Big ball of brand. Never <laughs> lose. <laughs> I'm LeVar Ball. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what just happened. Okay. My response to this. So she put names in a book. She knew, fake names. No, no, wait. That's what I, that's what I was going to oh, okay. add to this. She put names in a book, but they weren't the people's real names. So who gives a flying fuck? She didn't out anybody. She didn't say anything that was inappropriate. Ultimately, let her cook. Like... Let her do what it is she's doing. If that's how she wants to make her money and she believes that people are going to, people are actually going to go to the stores and then do what they're supposed to do, let her get her money up. You guys kind of know what you signed up for. Who's you guys? The guys that she dealt with? Yeah. I don't really feel bad for you motherfuckers. Mm. And she's not using y'all real names, so why the fuck do you care? So... I'm going to hype this. Give us more stories. Give us more books. Go for it. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to good night it. Um, the only reason I'm good nighting it is I'm not good nighting the idea of a tell all book because I feel like, like basically, yes, that is what you're doing. No, I'm good nighting her doing this. What? Let me explain. So, I'm not good nighting necessarily a tell-all book. I'm good nighting her yes. doing a tell-all book. It's her tell-all book. I so get it. Therefore, I'm saying in general, you... I'm not good nighting a woman doing a tell-all book because at the end of the day, because if I good night it, it's gonna make it seem like I'm against a tell-all That's book. That's what you. I'm yes. against her doing a tell-all book. Why? So, for me, with the whole Corinne Stephens thing, Superhead, she was probably the person to put the tell-alls on the map for black women i felt like it's not really a tell-all if it's your experience as well and if it's your experience you're making it seem like it's less of your experience and more of the man's do what you want to do with your experiences if you want to put it in a book great britney renner like i stated before started off at as this fitness guru why are you laughing 
Because ultimately, she's trying to secure a bag. She's not securing enough bag from doing just IG stuff or doing the exercise stuff. And it's almost like you're like, nah, that's not the bag you should be chasing. It isn't. Okay. And we're going to see how far she goes with this. Yeah. It's not the bag she, she should be chasing. Why? Because you didn't give... Okay, let me let you Well, go. you're saying you keep asking me why and then you... you Sorry. I'll let right. you finish. Thank you. No comment. So, so I have followed her for a while now. I followed her story, um, and she always boasts and brags about being this girl who came from nothing, who was living in her ex-boyfriend's basement, and who was verbally abused, and who's who's good for making a bad situation into good and becoming her own woman. I'm all for that. I used to follow her on Snapchat. For a brief moment, I followed her on IG because I thought that she was a certain type of person. The person that I thought she was, I thought she was a fitness guru. And I'm not saying that if you're one thing, you can't do another. All I'm saying is the reason why she's selling this tell-all book is because, like you said, what she was doing before wasn't securing enough of a bag for her to find something else to capture someone else's attention. And the reason why her being a fitness guru wasn't capturing people's attention was because she wasn't one. She wasn't. The girl would post workouts would never post a meal plan, would never post anything. She has no muscle mass in her arm. All she does is she has a a big backside that's bigger for her frame, but she has a very petite frame, and she just wasn't a guru. She posted workouts here and there. She did skits here and there. She was all over the place. So at the point where you feel like I have to go to the sex sales route, and I have to pose naked on my cover and talk about people in the industry so people will buy my book. That is a short-lived come-up, and it's not going to last long. And I'm waiting to see what her next come-up is going to be. Because from the reviews on this book, everyone hates it. Go to Amazon. These girls are like, I used to be a fan. I'm unfollowing her. I can't believe she she exploited herself like this. Like, she just took a new low. And her diehard fans are turning away from her. So what she thought was a good business move actually ended up erupting in her face. And I I feel like had she been writing a more, I guess, thought-provoking book, maybe it would have turned around in her favor. So that's why I'm good-nighting her doing this because I feel like there's other things she could have done, and I don't think this is going to be the long-term move. That's the way I feel. All right. Nicki Minaj Jr. stopping bag. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm Cardi before I'm Nikki. I got all the footages. I hate you. <laughs> and I, I didn't get on that track because I wasn't trying to over-exaggerate myself. Oh, my God. I mean, over-exaggerate. <laughs> but that's what Cardi said. Go ahead. So now it's time for Black Car Revolves in this segment. We talk about the things that make us stereotypically unblack. <laughs> and this week it's Law's turn, and I can't wait to revoke his card or agree with him. This week's Black Card Revoke comes from me. And to all black people across the world, this is, please do not be mad at me. Please do not look at me the same way you guys looked at Avia when she made the mistake last week. I'm talking about, last, not last week, last but episode. last episode. But I was talking about, she, I don't like Caribbean parties like that. Oof. Yeah, please, please and don't. Can look, I correct don't, myself don't, don't, and don't say I love Afrobeats? So let's just put that out there. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I just wanted to add that because I don't want that to be confused now. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. Very good. PG. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I like I'm doing this as a caveat because I don't want anybody to feel less than after I say what I say. But as a culture, we are extremely we are extremely religious across the world. We are on some ridiculous shit, like extremely religious. I don't have a problem with anybody being extremely religious. And that's great. But here's where all that ends to me. We, as a culture, for whatever reason, are thanking the God or the gods, whatever you believe, for things that should never, ever, 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 ever be in question, nor should it be things that you go to that being about. So, black people. And I'm not one of these people that do this, but I just have a real issue with anybody before a game. Lord, please put your strength over us. <laughs> Mother, if you, bro. But you have a problem with people praying? Before every single thing. It is the, no, and dead ass. This is the blackest shit. Like, we will pray over shit that has nothing to do with, we, we gonna get in this. We gonna get in this. Uh, we gonna get in this van as a unit, and we hope to make it to oh, this next place, which is down the street. Wait, which is down the street as a unit. What? You said dead ass. I just want to put that out. There. Oh, I know what I said. <laughs> Welcome to Harlem. Um, so I just need y'all to just stop. Like, there are things to pray about if you're gonna pray. That ain't it, Chief. Like everything does not require everything does not require this. I've watched God people, would think otherwise. No and on top of that, can y'all condense the length of the prayers during Thanksgiving? What are we doing? If your prayer lasts longer than 40 seconds, you got to go. I don't give a damn. I don't care if y'all say my name and y'all say that I'm taking his name in vain. I'm saying get your shit together. Damn. Get through it quicker. Like, this shit annoys me. I've watched my uncles, my aunts. I've watched all of them pray on things that make me so uncomfortable. Like, oh, really hoping my son gets an A on this class. Lord, please what? let this coupon work. Please don't let it be expired when I'm at the checkout. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, please help me get this 20% off. <laughs> Lord, please give me the strength to not beat this woman's ass. I literally watched a woman in Key Food say that. Wait, so if she, wait, so if she beat the woman, that means the Lord didn't give her the strength. Like He was like, <laughs> Let you handle it this time. I ain't got the strength to give you. I gave it to somebody else. It makes me so mad every time. What about what about the dumbest shit? Let me ask you this: What about when people are like, anything good is God did it, and anything bad, the devil did it? What the fuck are you guys? Yo, I missed my train. That was the devil. That was the devil. Got me late to work this morning. (laughs) Or I made my train. Look at God. 
What do you think about that? I can't with any of these people. I can't. And if that revokes me, I'm perfectly fine. I'll take all of that. I guess this would be like a Sunday school question for me. But do people think that God never does anything bad to them? Like it's only the devil? Like maybe you you missed your train because something else happened on the other train that would have really impacted you. And that was a blessing in disguise. But instead, because you don't know that, you're blaming the devil. Like the devil made me late to work. But you would have been late anyway had you got on the previous train because there was a sick passenger or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like everyone has their own idea of why something happened because they want to tie it to what? something they believe in. I hate. Oh, oh. No, no, we got it. We got to We got to nip this in the butt. Mm-hmm. Like you, you guys are asking. You guys, look at me. Look at me. Already revoking myself. <laughs> you people. You people. That's basically what that was. Yeah. Are you white tonight? <laughs> People, yeah. you, you doing blackface tonight, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> Are you Law or Megan? Oh, no, you're gonna have to start calling my white name, Larry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Larry now. Yeah. No, like, it, it's just stop it, man. Like, I don't need to do you all are this. Offend some people, I already know. Cool. I'm not offended. Cool. I think it's funny. Stop. Stop praying over BS. That's all I'm saying. Because those people are going to ask you, what do you consider to be BS? Like, what do you consider to be worthy of a prayer? They're going to say, everything is worthy of a prayer if it's in your life. Or, you know, like, I can imagine that's that's what the, that's what the, the, I can't even get the word out. No. That's what the response no. is going to be. If, if you're going to go play bingo tonight with your friends, that ain't worth the prayer. <laughs> if you playing Uno with your niggas, that ain't worth like, the prayer. You're like, stop wasting God's prayers. You don't exactly. have unlimited prayers. Exactly. Anybody that's doing anybody that's doing that is like the equivalency of the white people randomly calling the cops on black people doing regular things. Right, because God can't listen to... <laughs> God can't stop what he's doing to listen to you how you want to win the bingo game tonight because he's handling more important business for other people. Hello? This is what I'm trying to say. Like life or death situations and people being people up in key foods. But y'all didn't hear my message. That was it. Message. (laughs) I like that. That was an interesting one. Anyway. And I know I've offended some people. so I I can't wait to hear these comments. (laughs) I can't wait for you to text me with what people said to you. It's fine. Very good. Very good. All right, next up is our main topic, and I'm glad you guys will stay with us this long if you have, and if you haven't, fuck you. So, (sighs) (laughs) he didn't mean it, and y'all didn't hear it, because they're not here. So, I don't, I don't, I was going to take this down a very serious path, because we, we've talked about a lot of different subjects that we could cover, but Avia brought up some subjects, so I think I'm going to actually tackle one of Avia's subjects. She didn't realize I was going to do this. She didn't know I was going to put her on the spot. Oh, I know you don't like when I do this, which makes this even more perfect. All right. All right. So, uh, one of the things that I've brought to my attention is something that's been circulating on Twitter since forever. And I love this because these, these are our... I don't want to call them hot button topics, but these are the things that I feel like we do really well when we have conversations about it. There is a meme and there is a question that goes along with the meme that basically states, hey, ladies, how would you feel if men 
for the first 90 days of the relationship, didn't spend any money on you. The same way women do by not spending, by going 90 days without giving any sex out. Would you be okay? I like how you said giving any sex out like we're vending machines. <laughs> giving sex out can go both ways, to be blatantly honest. We're talking about ladies giving sex but out. But let me be very honest. That goes both ways. So anyway, I love this as a topic, to be a, a good starter topic, because my first thing on this is, based on the commentary that I've heard around this subject matter, on Twitter specifically, I think men have this made up in their mind that this is a sound argument for them to come into because they feel like women don't realize when they're putting these constraints on them around sex that a guy should be able to put the same constraint around money. Like, you're not putting out for this, then blah, blah, blah. And they're basically telling women in that moment that sex to them is a... Thing that they pay for. Is a business transaction. It is for monetary gain in some capacity. Do I agree with that? No. I don't think sex is about monetary gain. I don't think it has to be. It can be. It absolutely can be. And I'm never going to down or disrespect it's anybody. prostitution. Who, I'm not going to disrespect anybody who's a sex worker. If that's your job. Some people are prostitutes and they don't know it though. Wow, oh, you you taking this in a whole different direction I mean, by that talk commentary. About the, you want to talk about the topic? We talking about the topic. So go ahead. The, <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I can go down that path, too. I mean, there's multiple paths we can go down. What, what was the path you were originally going to go down? Because I can, I can circle back to this. I won't forget. Wow. All right. I didn't know that you even had anything in that wheelhouse. All right. All right, let, let's let's stay on my path first, and then let's go down your path. Because I would love to see where you go with that. Because I don't feel like as a woman you're gonna be that comfortable going way into that that road. That's not a okay. Anyway, so where I was going with that though is to the men that think that that's a sound argument. I would love to hear from them, which I can only take from the tweets that I've seen, and I've never had a guy friend say anything like that directly, but. I would love to hear from them more so what their dream woman would do on a first date. Is she putting out? Yes. And is that happening for the rest of life or is that just a one-time thing? Like, what do you want? Because I want to understand, like, a lot of men that I know don't find it to be uh, the best thing for a woman to put out on a first night yet. You're saying something by sex being a transaction to you. So if sex is just a transaction to you, then do you care if it's on the first night then, really? Would you be willing to marry that woman? Like, what is the... A lot of guys are perfectly okay with a woman doing things that they wouldn't want their future wife to do. See? So just because they're going on that date doesn't mean they envision that person being in their future for a long term. And they're okay with that person doing things that they wouldn't want a future wife to do because in the end, they're getting something out of it. So if he, if a guy has sex with a woman on the first date and in his mind he thinks, I would never wife up a girl that does that, he's still okay with having sex on the first date with said woman, whoever that may be, because he got something out of it. He not only paid for her meal or whatever they did, but then he got an equal or what he deems to be an equal exchange. 
Now, will he marry that woman? Maybe not, but he still got what he wanted. Did he really get what he wanted, though? Because sex Unless he was looking for his his wife. Yeah, that's what... We, we don't know what that is, though. That's my if point. If the sex was that good, I doubt he's going to be like, nah, I can't deal with this girl again. Now, what if he went on a date with a girl whose personality was amazing, she looked great on paper, and just as good as she looked on paper, she was in real life. And then she had sex with him on the first date. And in his mind, that is not the type of girl he would wife up. I'm saying the type. And I'm not saying that if you do it one time, then you fall into a type. I'm just saying that in his mind, maybe he didn't envision himself wifing up a girl that he had sex with on the first date. But imagine the date going so well. Everything's going well. They're vibing. Everything. Then he takes her to his house and one thing leads to another and then it happens. And he wakes up thinking like, dang, like that was amazing. But I can't wife up this type, quote unquote, of girl. But he continues to go out with her. And then he realizes, wow, she's actually a dope girl. Like, there's nothing about her that I don't like. I think at that point, he would make an exception to the rule. I really do. If, if he's really looking for a wife, I'm sure he would make that exception. Okay. And if he's not, then he would be perfectly fine with what happened. So, there was stats on this, though. There was from Cosmopolitan... And the Cosmopolitan stats stated that 83% of women assumed that the man would think less of them if they had sex with them on the first day. And I think it was around 63% of men stated that they wouldn't give a shit at all. Yeah, It wouldn't about change right. their opinion, no nothing. That sounds about right. These women during that study thought the men were lying. Which is weird. It's weird that you... That, that's a whole nother weird... They may have thought the men were lying because they may have come across a situation where they did that and the outcome of that situation wasn't what they anticipated be being. Where maybe they did have sex with that person on the first date and it maybe not be something that they normally do and they thought that the interaction with that person would continue after that, but it didn't. Which would lead a woman to think, you just wanted me for that. Or you look at me differently because of that, and that's why we're not going on the second date, you know? And it could just be a number of other factors. I think what, okay. So one of the things that was reported was, and I don't remember how it actually went, but, and I don't want to be misstating this, but it was something like, um, shit. I don't know if it was from 2017. I don't know if it was 20 from, I I don't want to be saying the wrong thing, but. Essentially, it was like uh, men are three times more likely to use a one night stand to gauge whether or not to stay with the woman. Mm. But like if 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 they actually had a one night stand with you, there is a higher probability of them staying with you. Shocking to me personally. I'm not saying that again. I'm not going to question whether or not that's true or not. More so shocking because I don't. Girls, I don't drop your panties on the first date. No, I, but <laughs> basically, what law okay, is she, saying I, is I, I indirectly, say, whoa, 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 if you want a husband, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I didn't say I'm messing, anything I'm messing. like that. <laughs> that Dude. Is, she's so extra today. I was going to come back to law that, like I, you told me I would I have a higher never, chance. I and he left me. Wow, really, really <laughs> bad. Really bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but it was something like um, like 
of those men, the, those three times more likely men, it was like 25% of them turned that into a long-term relationship. And by long-term, they meant getting married. 25% I'm pretty sure. is not a... But big. I'm pretty sure that was the stat. But, but turning into marriage was the part that people were more shocked about. Relationships don't necessarily always start the way traditionally they did in the 50s and 60s. And I think our generation knows that better than any generation because I know tons of people that have started relationships in multiple different ways. From meeting somebody in a club to tonguing them down to having sex with them on the first night. Nobody gives a shit so long as there is a genuine connection and you guys both are compatible. However, and this is my big caveat with all of this, if you're a guy and that you are the person that's trying to push the narrative of money, transactions, sex, and blah, 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 blah. I think there is something to be said around how much does money mean to that woman on the flip side. I would love to kind of dig deeper into that because would a woman be willing to go 90 days without a guy spending any money on her? I have a hard time believing that. But that question of, say, in this experiment, for the first 90 days, this woman and man that have an interest in each other and haven't gone out yet, the woman is not giving out sex like a vending machine, and the man is not shelling out any money on her. At that point, my question would be, what would be happening? Because if you want to say Netflix and chill would happen, guess what Netflix and chill normally leads to sometimes? I say normally leads to sometimes. It kind of contradicts. But guess what? It, guess what? <laughs> guess what as I, a standard, <laughs> but sometimes. All the times it never does this. No. So Netflix and chill is one of those things that people know can Every lead day, to, but occasionally. <laughs> every day, I occasionally. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Um, <laughs> so, so people know that Netflix and chill is something that is free. Is something that doesn't require a lot of thought, a lot of planning, but a lot of times it leads to physicality. So if physicality is off the board and so is spending money. What are the things that these people are going to be doing? And that's where I come in and say the man. Man what? If he has expressed interest in a woman and he has initiated reaching out to her, that's usually what happens. I'm going to say nine times out of ten. Now, sometimes it happens the other way, but in, in this type of usual scenario, if a man has expressed interest in a woman and they're on this this uh, path of 90 days, I'm not spending money on you, 90 days, you're not giving me any physicality, mm -hmm. the man will then have to be very creative in what he does with said woman. That's not true. Or he can be very lackadaisical about figuring out plans with said lackadaisical lackadaisical boy if you don't stop creating words this What's late at night lackadaisical I got so many footages man <laughs> don't even try me she was just talking what about Cardi B earlier yo I told you I'm Cardi <laughs> between Barty? Nikki and Cardi I'm the illiterate one um anyways the man will be lazy <laughs> The man can, can be lazy and choose a lazy activity to do. And so can the woman. They can, but will it last for 90 days without the exchange happening? And, and this is the thing. And that's what I'm saying. How much they of are a going bond, to wait, both have no, to be creative. How, how much of a bond do you guys really have when you 
when you can't rely on money and you can't rely on sex, you have to only focus on the bond. It would be interesting to have that out in real life. How many guys would even last 90 days without having that physicality from that person? And I don't know how many women. Would, wait a second. How many women would last that many days? Because I love how you're acting as if women don't have a sexual appetite the same way men do. They do. We just had a conversation about these truck driver men that can't go five days without sex, and that's why they cheat on their wives. So I'm like, I, men. Men are always the ones talking about. I'm only just a man. Y'all the ones that always push this narrative of. I'm, I'm saying y'all not to include you. I'm saying I, in general, you already know. You already know. But men. A lot of men like to push the narrative of men are different, our, our hormones are different, we have more testosterone, we are built differently, and scientifically, biologically, we require XYZ more than you guys. So you, some of you guys use the scientifics of our bodies and how we're different as rationale for why you need sex more. But then in a conversation like this, it's like, oh, but what about you women? Oh, it's pretty equal. It's, it's all about convenience when you want to use that argument. I'm saying you in general, not you. So here, here's where I'm deviating from where Avi is going with this. I do believe that men come into uh, certain situations with women with an expectation. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be the arbiter of what that expectation is. I don't know that that expectation is always communicated because, for whatever reason, in terms of communication, we don't always do the best job there. Not all of us, but most of us don't. All right. With that being said, I think if a if a woman on the flip side has her own expectations and she's able to communicate that, at m- my thought is she's driving and dictating the pace then because you haven't communicated what you're looking for. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, Until that conversation is had, I'm sure. Right? Like, well, if she says what she says and you're not going to say what you need to say or you can't get that out of your system, then you're basically living under whatever rule book thing that she told you. That's it. I think with when it comes to physicality, women do have the control, yes. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. What I'm saying to you is it's not of just a woman or a man control thing. It is two parties actually have a say in this and that conversation should be had up front. The problem is guys don't usually communicate this stuff up front. Women are willing to have it. Whatever whatever their expectation is up front. The reason why they don't do that, I think, is because doing so put things in a box. And if they communicated their exact motivation or expectations or what they wanted from that person, they may not get it. So a lot of people play vague and they play gray area and they play, oh, let me see how this goes. Oh, you know, I'm not really looking for anything right now, but, you know, I'm into vibing with cool people, (laughs) blase, blah, you know, having a good time and getting to know people and blah, 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 and being very surface level so that they can ride out their expectation and their motivation as long as they can to get that woman to feel comfortable enough to be like, I like you. 
You're cool. You've shown me your your good representative who I enjoy. And if you have something different, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm going to vend out sex or however we want to put it. I'm going to become physical with you. I'm going to do this thing that I don't normally do with people right off the bat, but I will do that with you because I've gotten to know you at such a point because you've kept this ride up for so long, this ride of vagueness. <laughs> so if a man were to literally say, I want to have sex with you, and that's all I want right now, but I don't know what I'm going to want after that, I don't know how many women would fall into that and agree with that. And I'm not saying that... When I ask, I don't know how many men would do this whole 90-day thing and not have sex. I'm not saying that those guys don't exist. Oh, they do. They definitely do. Facts. Because I'm not saying I put out in, within 90 days or not. I'm not saying none of that. But all I'm saying is from what I can imagine, the masses... A lot of people will have an issue with that. Um, and I do think that it's a good test. I think it would be a bomb-ass test to see what do you have to offer if it's not money? And what do you have to offer if it's not sex? Do we gel? And what are the things that we can do together to find out if we gel? I want this movie. And if not, I, I, I don't want... feel like I lost anything but time. I... <laughs> I want this movement to happen the same way I want the movement where people actually talk on the phone instead of just texting each other to happen. That's real. But that's my two cents. That's our job. All right, let's go back to what your other point was going to be on this because we started talking about sex workers and you went down kind of a path. <laughs> so give me some... I mean, I didn't have like a, a concrete thought on what I said. The comment was just what it was in the way that some people are prostitutes and don't know it <laughs> god that sounds so so harsh um some women don't pay attention to their situation and if they do pay attention to their situation they're ignoring all flags that have come up where the person wants them for physicality and nothing more but they play that game of you know, I'm really feeling you and this and this and that. And giving these good lines to this person to keep them there, to keep them comfortable so that they can stall for time and keep the situation going. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I love how you have this thought out. No, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm fleshing it out as I'm talking. Um, I think that there's a lot of situations where men don't say. Sounds lackadaisical. Lackadaisical? Lackadaisical. What's the real La word? Lackadaisical. Well, that's great. I got a lot of Very good. I got a lot of footages <laughs> on, on that word. <laughs> um, Which Savannah, <laughs> Savannah. condoned. <laughs> you bird. Um, so I, I just want to say that I think that people need to pay attention to their situation. Whether, whether you're a woman, whether you're a man. If you're in a situation and you're not getting what you want from the person and enough time has passed where you feel like something could have been built upon or something right. could have moved in that direction, look at what's actually happening. Like, look at what's happening. Don't listen to what someone's saying to you. Look at what's actually transpired and that will tell you everything you need to know. If you want to be with a man and you want to actually be in a relationship with him and the only thing you guys have done is Netflix and chills since the second date, and the Netflix and chilling has always led to sex, well, that's going to tell you what this is to him. 
He has not said that to you, but not that's necessarily true. But all right. I'm saying if it, over the course of time, if that's all it's been, oh. that's all it's going to be. It's not going to grow from that, you know? And I think that the time that you give something dictates what it is to you. And I think that's the hard part is figuring out how much time you should give to a situation to know what to call it. Some people are prostitutes. And when I say that, I mean, they go on these dates, they get these things and they're giving out sex in return. And they're thinking that they have a deeper union than what they actually have. And it's really prostitution. That's it. Okay. That is our main topic for the day. And now we're going to transition to the final part of the show, a.k.a. The do's and the don'ts. Okay, that was not her best effort. She I'm normally getting, really Guys, I'm getting this. over a cold. She's I sounded really more nasal than usual, and yeah. that was a little, uh, a little flimmy. soprano. A little flimmy. Um, this whole episode has been flimmy for me. Sorry. <laughs> Let me like Remy. <laughs> what is uh, What is Avia? What is Chap? <laughs> Let me stop. What is Mucinex is what I'm taking. <laughs> that mute? Okay. Today, I'm doing a do, and this is going to go towards the guys. And then the obvious hidden with the don't, which is going towards the women. All right. So let me start this off the right way, because the do's are just as important or more, you know. Um, and, and shout out to my cousin because I know you're listening and Avia doesn't always do a better job at this than me. I'm saying this for the record on the record. I know you listening to she has this thing where she's like, she crushes this. No, fuck Aww. Avia today. Shout no, 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 out to no, no. you, cousin. No, 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 no. We appreciate you. Or I appreciate Yo, you. Yo, Avia appreciates you. I'm talking that shit today. I like all my fans. Yeah, well, I'm talking that shit today. All right, go ahead. I should talk to women because apparently Avia does a better. She don't do what I do. She <laughs> I don't, don't know do about what that. I do. It's all subjective. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's, here's the only thing I'm going to say. So, guys. Fellas, gentlemen, it is approaching that time of the year, what we call cuffing season. Oh, God. We're in preseason, um, <laughs> and I know a lot of you guys have already started to kind of glean through who's going to be a starter versus a bench warm or whatever. You guys are doing that. That's that's the thing you guys are doing. Um, in the process of doing that, though, I need something to be very clear for you guys. Do be as honest as you possibly can with these people and do not get their feelings wrapped into this if that's what they are. If it's going to be a cuddy buddy, just be honest. That's what it is. It's just a cuddy buddy. If it's going to be somebody that you genuinely feel like is going to be more than just a cup season situation, be like, yo, I can see some potential here. But whatever you do, do not add emotion into the mix of this stuff if you don't see it going anywhere. Because it's that season. And I know what you guys do. You use all kinds of words. Words have power. And I know you motherfuckers are all seeing the thin line between love and hate. You see what the fuck happened? That shit can happen to you. So don't say some shit that you don't really mean. Do be as honest as you possibly can be in these scenarios. And then trust me, they'll keep coming back to you. Damn. It'll work itself out. Avia, your turn. I just love how you admitted that guys do use their words to get what they want instead of keeping it real. Thank you for confirming that. That just summed up everything I was saying. So for the don't. Can't wait to give you this bullshit, cuz. <laughs> Ladies, 
sometimes in your relationships, you feel like something's just not right. Two and two may not be equaling four anymore, and you can't put your finger on why. But what I implore you to not do when this happens, please do not look through your man's phone. And I feel like this is the first thing women do when they feel like something's not adding up. They look through the men's phone and they find things that they did not want to find or that they were not ready for or and or things that they would have to confront their man about and now have to lie about how they found out about it. If it comes down to you looking through your man's phone and you find something you shouldn't have seen, and when I say shouldn't have, I mean anything in the phone is something you shouldn't have seen because you shouldn't be in his phone. <laughs> but you find something that you don't like and you need to confront him about it. How are you going to do so? Because at that point, you're going to say, I looked through your phone and I found this. The argument won't be about what you found. It'll be about the fact that you snoot through his phone. Bloop, bloop, bloop. And where is that going to get you? Nowhere. Also, I would like to say... A lot of times, if you snoot through someone's phone or social media or whatever, you see things that you think could be things based off of how they look. Mm -hmm. But in your mind, you can't figure out what the tone is, what the relationship is, what it really means. So in your mind, you're creating a, a scenario of what it is enough to confront your man about it. Don't do that to yourself. You're going to run yourself ragged. You're going to become an emotional mess. And at the end of the day, you're not going to find any peace within yourself or your situation with your man. So if things are not adding up in your relationship situation, confront your man about it. Tell him that you're feeling a little weird and, and just have a conversation. We're adults here. At the point where you feel like he's lying, let the truth come out because the chips will fall when they fall. And when they fall, that's when you handle it. And with that said, that is the end of our episode. You can catch us on Instagram. You can catch us on Twitter. You can catch us on YouTube. Just kidding. Nah, she's lying. Okay, she's lying. That's the future. Right. You can also catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or even Google Play. Google Play. So, as always, Jesus Christ, Hallelujah. I buy that shit before I even know the price. Hey. This 13K up on my.